Coming up on today's episode, Superman returns. Can Cam Newton lead the Panthers into the playoffs? Got some Warriors and Nets talk. We're going to hop into the NFL Week 11 power rankings and marquee matchups heading into the weekend. And what's up with these NFC top teams? Rams and Bucks struggling. Who's going to hop out of the slump first? All that more coming up. Everybody, welcome to another episode of Sports Talk from the Crib. I'm your host, Tanner Christian. Thank you for joining me here on Wednesday. This is episode 102. We got a lot to talk about today. And if it's your first time listening, go ahead and check out the website, feelheatentertainment.com. It's feelheatent.com. Got some pretty cool uh, um, articles up there for you to look at. Check it out. More will be coming. Got a cool little merch store. You can also stream the podcast on there too. So go ahead and check it out. Uh, let's get into the first topic of the day. Let's talk some basketball. NBA, Warriors and Nets, they played last night. Warriors continue to just dominate. Crazy hot streak they're doing right now as they pulled out an impressive 117-99 victory over the Brooklyn Nets. Brooklyn drops again to one of the great teams in the league. But Warriors, Steph Curry, another 37 points. Seven rebounds, five assists last night. He made nine three-pointers. Guy making shots from the parking lot again. So, pretty damn big, impressive victory. Kevin Durant only had 19 points for the Nets. James Harden had 26. But a glaring factor. Kevin Durant didn't even score in the second half. Warriors just outscored him 35-18 to 18 in the third, and it was over. Competitive, fun first half. Second half, all Warriors, game over. Warriors improved at 12-2. and two. They're looking like a well-oiled machine. Steph Curry look, looking better than his MVP years. Looking the best he's ever looked. The thing I like about this Warriors team, can they win a championship? Are they the best team in the league? Right now, yes, they're the best team in the league. Can I win a championship with this team? I'm not real sure yet, but if they get healthy, if Clay Thompson just a little bit of himself, absolutely. Wiseman, the rookie from last year, he can come back. Absolutely. He'll get much needed depth. They brought back Andre Iguodala this year. They added Otto Porter Jr. They added some crafty veterans to help fill out the rotation. Like, but the People I'm most impressed with is like Jordan Poole. Jordan Poole is playing at pretty damn good basketball. Andrew Wiggins playing like we all want him to play his whole career. He's finally hitting a stride. Can he be consistent? Sure hope so. Steph Curry is liking what the guy's bringing to the table right now and this year. And I like Gary Payton the second. That guy got ups. Yes, he's the son of the glove. Former... Great Seattle Supersonic Gary Payton. One of the best defensive players the game's ever seen and had. And his son's out here catching lob passes and dunking on people. I like it. This Warriors team, are they a threat in the West? Damn straight. 
They're one of the best teams in the in the West. Damn straight. Steph Curry, the best shooter you've ever seen. Damn straight. These Warriors are tough. Warriors are playing great defense. Steve Kerr is making some great adjustments with his team. I like it. Can they keep it up? Oh, man, this team could be scary. They're a championship team. Absolutely. If Klay Thompson comes back. Absolutely. Let's switch over in this Brooklyn Net thing. Brooklyn Nets dropped a 10-5. to KD didn't score the whole second half. Is Kevin Durant kind of regretting this whole Brooklyn thing? Seems to be the talk of the day. And after last night's game. Is he regretting it a little bit? I don't think he's regretting it. He just wants his boys out there to help him. James Harden, Lolly gagging around again, not playing not a single second of defense whatsoever. Kyrie obviously can't play because of the mandate. People blaming Kyrie, saying he's selfish. Doesn't want to help the team. Playing when he wants to. Come on, man. Kyrie would be out there if the damn mandate wasn't in New York City. Tell him to lift the damn mandate. Let the man play. Because he doesn't want to get a shot. Doesn't mean he prevented him from playing. It's kind of messed up how only certain cities are doing that. You know. Andrew Wiggins had to pony up and get it. But like for the Warriors because of San Francisco city mandate. He basically got backed into a room with like everybody coming at him and demanding him to do it. Kind of messed up. But personal choice should not haunt you. Should not cost you all these millions. Should not prevent you from playing a game you love. Say what you want to bike about Kyrie. But that's the reason why he's not playing. This team desperately needs him. KD needs this guy. That trade for James Harden does not work because this I don't know why. Yes, he's great offensively, but he's been the worst defensive player in year for years. He refuses to play defense. If he just played some kind of defense, this Nets team would be better than they are. They don't have a very good depth of young guys. They Marcus Olders rejoined the team, like Blake Griffin, like these guys. They need young talent in Brooklyn. But they trade away those guys when they got in James Harden. So there's where the balance hasn't worked out quite yet. But KD, I don't think he's regretting it. He's probably thinking about it. Remember, they were supposed to be a New York Nick. He was supposed to be a New York Nick. They opted for Brooklyn because of Kyrie. This Brooklyn Nets team, if they didn't get injured last year in the playoffs, I believe they would have been in the championship game. They would have beaten the Milwaukee Bucks. Remember KD? His toe was on the line for a three-point shot that would have won a game and instead of sent into overtime. Like by a centimeter. Would be a whole different story. Would have been all hailing Giannis and the Milwaukee Bucks and everything they have done. When they won the championship last year, it would have been praising KD. Doing it without Steph Curry and the Warriors. Not being on a Super team, but instead of being on the super team out east instead of the west. <laughs> but that's my thought on the Warriors and Nets. Is he regret Steph Curry was a hell of a teammate. 
Steph Curry, MVP runner, playing the best basketball of his career. Right now, it's not looking too fun for KD, but we're in the beginning of the season. I think things can change around for the Nets. The Warriors, though, are a whole other story. They're dangerous, especially if Andrew Wiggins plays consistent ball like he's been doing and Steph Curry continues to shoot from the parking lot and making it. It doesn't matter if you double, triple covers him, he's still making it. So let's get into some football and a certain man out there in Carolina. Superman returns. Cam Newton. Big question here. Can he lead the Panthers to the playoffs? We saw him last week against the Arizona Cardinals. Got in play. It was in a total of eight plays. But his first two plays were touchdowns near the goal line, rushing and then passing. Cam Newton's energy has revitalized his Carolina Panther team. They're sitting at 5-5. Five and five. Can he lead them into the playoffs? This Panthers team is... They've been in games. Their defense is pretty solid. Christian McCaffrey is back. No longer injured. He's been back the past couple games. P.J. Walker, the quarterback, got the start last week for him. He'll be going the backup now because big Cam Newton's back. Sam Darnold's not throwing interceptions all day. We'll see what Cam Newton can change that a little bit. Cam Newton's bringing that energy to that Carolina Panthers locker room. I think. I really believe this Carolina Panthers team will make the playoffs. Maybe not win the division. Bucks are still there. But I really like this Panthers team to make the wild card with Cam Newton as the quarterback. Now, last year with the Patriots, he wasn't great. Numbers speak for itself. Didn't do a whole lot in the passing game. It was mainly all about the running game when he was New England Patriot. Obviously, they moved on. Mac Jones drafted. Cam Newton cut. But now, Cam Newton was pleading for a team. Nobody wanted to sign him. Look what happened. What a full... Talk about being in a full circle. Former team really needs him. Not very... Not other opportunities. Going back home now. And your first game at home. Is going to be against your former coach and Ron Rivera versus the Washington football team. How awesome would that be to get a win against your former coach and everything in Carolina and this put this team on your back, lead to a playoff run? They're only they're right behind the Bucks. Check out the division standings now. Bucks have lost two straight. Check them out. It's for real. Five and five. New Orleans is five and four. Tampa's six and three. Atlanta's behind dead last and four and five. So you don't really expect them. They're not a very good football team, but the Saints struggling. Trevor Simeon's your quarterback. Tampa and Tom Brady is really the ones you gotta look out for. That's you gotta go after. Look at the schedule for Carolina. At home this week, Washington. Then they go at Miami. First the Falcons. At Bills. Versus the Bucks. At the Saints. At Bucks. So four of their final seven is against the division opponents. Some big games coming up. Big, big games. Can Cam Newton do it? 
I believe they're not going to obviously win them all, but like I expect them to at least win half of these. Stay above 500. Finish the season off like nine and eight, 10 to seven. I think that's a realistic possibility. I mean, that's a tough game stretch. Washington coming off that big win against the Bucks. We'll see how that comes forward, but that energy in the locker room is big. Superman's back for the Panthers. Who would have thought? I thought Cam Newton was personally done after and before last year's start when he was the quarterback of the of the Patriots. I thought his career was pretty much kind of done. But here he is back, revitalized. We'll see what happens, see how he performs in the coming weeks. If team stays healthy, Chris McCaffrey stays healthy, DJ Moore healthy, like that's a great wide out to have. So, see how that comes out. But I expect big things for Cam Newton and the Panthers. No more Sam Darnold, like I said. They had 11 picks on the year, and they're only averaging 194 passing yards a game. Cam Newton can just improve on that and get in the 200s. Great ground game. You got a winning formula. Yes, it is time now for those weekly power rankings. This is NFL Week 11. We got some movement. Some teams going to make some surprise appearances in here. Because you know I got to set it up for the following week. Some teams have exited. But let's get into it at number five. My top five in the power rankings is how we really do it. Start from number five. It is the Kansas City Chiefs. That's right. Pat Mahomes is back. 400 yards, five TDs this last week against the Las Vegas Raiders. You got a swag bag. Tyreek Hill got a swag bag. Travis Kelsey got a swag bag. Never really lost a swag, but Pat Mahomes was just committed. He almost had another couple of interceptions. Like Raiders defense has so many opportunities to stop the drives, but it's just too much sometimes. You know, the guys that's making plays. Darrell Williams played out of his mind last week, too. This Kansas City Chiefs has turned the corner at the right time. They've struggled, but still won. Struggled, but still won. Now, look at them. Kansas City Chiefs. They're coming. Big-time matchup against the Cowboys this this uh, weekend. against in, Right in the airhead. Your hometown. Your home stadium, I mean. <laughs> Pat Mahomes. They back. Kansas City Chiefs are back. Look out, world. Look for some high-flying offense. Let's get it. Kansas City Chiefs in at my number five. At number four. Oh, my goodness. Am I really going to do it? At number four. The Dallas Cowboys. Why? Because we got to let it happen. We got to put them in this week. Right up there against the Chiefs. So when they lose next week, we can say we got them. Dallas Cowboys will kick them back out of the power rankings because it's the Dallas Cowboys. Now, you don't know what team is going to show up. You don't know what the accident waiting to happen. It's happened. Happened against Denver. They have not beaten a winning team, by the way, this year. But they're going to make the number four in my power rankings because they're still seven and two. Still. Big time victory of the Falcons. They won by 40. But it was the Falcons. So... Not reading too much into it. Going to see this big-time matchup. Dallas Cowboys in at number four. Just because we want the accident to happen. At number three, you got the Arizona Cardinals. Now, they lost big time 
against the Carolina Panthers this past weekend. But that was out with that, you know, Kyler Murray. D Hop didn't play again. You know, it's just it was bad from the start. Carolina was just revitalized. There was the energy from Cam Newton just propelled them. The Arizona's defense played horrible, though. I expected a better performance. But if Kyler Murray returns this week, they got a big road matchup against Seattle. So we'll see how it comes. Right now, they still stay in the power rankings at number three. After being number one last week. But Kyler Murray returning, I think, going to see a different kind of football team. Struggling with injuries. Chase Evans has been out. He's on IR still, too. So that's a big loss on the offensive side. But um, we'll see how it happens. Arizona Cardinals right now, number three. At number two, I still got to have love for them. The Tennessee Titans, they still win. They just keep winning. Doesn't matter who's running the ball. Who's Ryan Tannehill playing the perfect, managing the game. Running back now is Deontay Foreman and Adrian Peterson. Who? Yep. AP still balling for Tennessee. Deontay Foreman, who is basically out of the league, too. He came back and he's balling now for Tennessee. Like, I want to say, well, I want to say balling for those two, but perfect serviceable backs to try and get a little bit of that run game back uh, from losing King Henry. Julio Jones got placed on IR, so that's a big loss, but he, it's best to have him for the end of the season so he doesn't get injured. But Tennessee Titans for right now, I'm going to put them at number two because they've had impressive victories over this big win streak. They keep finding ways to win. They held off the Saints last week at home. Let's see if they keep it up. I mean, what else can you say? Tennessee Titans are playing some damn good football on both sides. At number one, the Green Bay Packers. I warned you guys. They're number one for a reason. Everybody's coming after Aaron Rodgers for what he's saying and all his comments and all this crap. What did I tell you he's going to come back and do? Now, he didn't have a touchdown last week. But his defense is playing lights out. They shut out Russell Wilson for the first time in his career as he came back. They beat them Seahawks 17-0. Aaron Rodgers is going to prove to everybody that he's, he's going to be in the MVP conversation coming up. He's going to be throwing it all crazy and whatnot. This guy is about to go insane. Green Bay Packers are number one in my NFL Week 11 power rankings. Look out, world, for that bad man, Aaron Rodgers. And that's all that really needs to be said. And I love the way this defense is playing. So you may have noticed certain teams missing from our power rankings, specifically one for the first time. So let's get into what's as to why. That's the next topic. Rams and Bucks both have struggled lately. Both on two-game losing streak. Buccaneers came out of a bye. You expected big things. They lost to the Washington football team. Rams offense, what happened? Another non-showing on Monday night against the Niners. Nothing. So what's these two NFC teams can get out of their little slump quicker? Is this a sign of things to come? I tell you what, I'm a little scared for the Rams a little bit, honestly. Because I think the Bucks are going to snap out of it quicker than the Rams. Rams added OBJ, Vaughn Miller, big hype going into Monday night. They lost 31-10. Vaughn Miller got pancaked so hard, he sent him into the bye week early. The only positive as the Rams that's happening right now is Cooper Cup. 
But I mean, that defense has got more physicality. Niners just ran it down their throat. Their lineman was just kicking everybody from the Rams D line back 100 feet. Like this, that was just embarrassing performance. And they've had two in a row against the Titans, too. So, Titans and Niners destroyed the Rams' offense. Because I thought the reason why they struggled is because they got a little too confident in themselves, I would say. They had a little cupcake schedule. Lions and Texans, you know, Giants. Like, they, like, it was like, come on. They had victories, but they had a soft schedule there last few games. Then they started facing some real teams. And look what happened. The addition of OBJ and Von Miller, it's going to work itself out. I mean, OBJ was in the building for two days. Like, I mean, come on, give the guy a little bit of a break of learning an offense in two days. He kind of got thrown out there. But let's get into the Bucks. Bye week. You know, came out with it. A little sluggish. Monday night football is her next game. At home against the Giants. Antonio Brown may be back. Sending out a little... Message saying, expect fireworks soon. Because here's the reality when it comes to that. The Buccaneers are 1-3 without A.B. All three losses this year have been without A.B. Brady, this trust. Mike Evans is great. Chris Godwin's great. But when Antonio Brown is out in the field for Brady, it means all the difference in the world for him. You see his turnovers kind of gone up the last couple of games. Throwing two picks in this game, two picks last game like... Tom Brady's struggling, but his boy A.B. isn't out there. And that's why with the return of A.B. from Monday night at home, expect big things from Tampa. Champa Bay. Because TB12 is going to be ready to have a game. He looks so pissed off after the last game. So be on the lookout for Tom Brady this week. In the weeks to come, worrisome about the Rams, especially with the coming of their schedule. They get them coming off the bye week. They're going to have Green Bay Packers. Their schedule is a little rough second half of the season. We'll see if the Rams can be elite or not. But I, spe- I expect the Bucks to be elite. Looking at their schedule, they got a lot of divisional opponents coming up in theirs too. So I expect the Bucks to get a big win, come out of their slump sooner than the Rams. Rams, I'm going to be a little worrisome about you. All right, the final topic of the day, NFL Week 11 marquee matchup. Oh, yes. We know we had to put it in here. We had to do it. And it's my favorite one. I'm actually really looking forward to this game. I can't wait to see it. Cowboys and Chiefs. Cowboys travel to Arrowhead after their big-time victory over the Falcons last week. Chiefs bounce back with a huge win against the Raiders. This is this week's marquee matchup. Dak Prescott versus Pat Mahomes. Who's it going to be? Who's going to come out on top? It's an intriguing matchup. Dak Prescott on the year, 2,341 yards, 20 TDs, 5 picks. Pat Mahomes, 2,940 yards, 25 TDs, and 10 picks. The defense is pretty even across the, mean, across the board of passing yards allowed. Average total yards allowed. Like their defenses are pretty similar. They struggle in that department. Cowboys are the leaders. Number one in offense. 31.6 points per game. 444 total yards of offense a game. While the Chiefs are at 26 
points per game, 414 yards of offense a game. So a little bit behind there, but Chiefs, Cowboys, who you got? I'm going to roll with the Chiefs. I really believe they're back. I hope last week's wasn't a mirage because it was the Raiders. Cowboys, are they back? Yeah, they're playing the Falcons. But this is my marquee matchup. I expect big things. I really hope it does come down to a battle. I want to see some good football offense. I feel like I haven't really seen both teams come out this year and do a great performance both offensively. I'm expecting some big-time plays in this game. Hopefully, CeeDee Lamb, he's with us, questionable right now. Hopefully, he's able to play because I think that will make the matchup even more intriguing. Got all the weapons out there. Will the Cowboys be able to run Zeke and Tony Pollard, the two-headed monster in the backfield? I hope I see. I think they need to have more of that to win this game. Ball control, run the football, play action pass, open it up with CeeDee Lamb Mar- and Amari Cooper. I think that should be Dallas's approach for this game. Get the ground game going. And the Chiefs, take what's given to you. Is Trayvon Diggs going to pick off Pat Mahomes? Will he do it? He has, what, eight on the year? He was doing pretty good. Is he going to be lined up against Tyreek Hill? That will be pretty cool. See who wins that matchup. Because Trayvon Diggs will be getting burned. He gambles a lot. Yes, he has the interceptions, but he does gamble a lot. Gamble against the Chiefs could spell trouble. But um, I expect the Chiefs to win this game. I don't expect the Cowboys to do it, but I expect a high-scoring affair. I want to see like a 34-27 type of game. That's what I want to see in this game. Pat Mahomes slinging it all over the yard again. Two great quarterbacks. The Chiefs just need to do what they did against the Raiders. Take what's given to them. Don't try to hit the home run play every time and do all these crazy gadget plays. Sometimes I feel like they just do a little too much. And just give, take what the defense gives you. Run the ball more with Daryl Williams and Derek Gore. It felt so weird seeing Derek Gore. I thought that was Frank Gore for a second. I'm like, is he still in the league when I saw him out there? But that was Derek Gore. Um... That's pretty intriguing. Like, this is the big time matchup in week 11. There's some other big games this weekend, but this one is the highlight because Dallas Cowboys always make a game out of something. It's in, it's a show. We're going to get another show on Sunday at 4 o'clock when they take on the Chiefs, but I got the Chiefs in this one. And this here's your week 11 marquee matchup. And I'll wrap up today's episode. I want to thank you all for joining me here on Sports Talk from the Crib with your favorite sports host, Tanner Christian. Remember, new episodes air every Monday and Wednesday, and it's available on all streaming platforms. Check out the website at feeltheheatentertainment.com. That's feeltheheatent.com for the latest news involving the show and the sport articles and the cool little merch store we got there for you. So be sure and check it out. And get on social media with us at feeltheheatent on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Thank you all for joining me. Have a great day. Stay blessed. Catch you all Monday.